Hello, hello, and welcome back to the To You Mystery Tour. I'm Alex. And I'm Niku. And today, you're taking us on the tour of... Elisa Lam. Oh, yes. Well, this is actually going to be a little bit different, because we both know about this case. Usually, Usually, I tell you a case, and you have to kind Mm -hmm. of... It's your first time hearing about it. Um, And then vice versa with you and me. But... um, this time we're kind of doing a discussion and our our kind of theories about this one. Yeah. I'll give you a little bit, you know, of a background for anybody of the listeners who doesn't know about this, but it won't be the first time you you've heard about this. Mm-hmm. It's quite a notorious case, isn't it? There is a Netflix documentary there is. that we watched. We did. Um it's quite well known already. It is. But <laughs> we will we'll give you a bit of a background. So um Elisa Lam. This was actually also requested by Afia. Was it another Afia request? Yes. Was it? Well, so shout another, out to you. Yeah, shout out to Afia for another request. Yeah. Let Thank us know. You. Anyone else wants anything done? Let us know. Please uh, subscribe, leave a like, and let's get into it. Yes. So, um, Elisa Lam, 21 years old, Canadian student. She was a daughter of parents from Hong Kong who moved to Vancouver. And she was a she was a student at University of British Columbia, and a little bit of background about who she was. She uh, she was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and depression um, in her life, and um, she was really she was actually being treated for this though, and she was taking several medications at the time of her disappearance. Um, but she did have a history of not taking her medication, um, and she she had you know that resulted in um, hallucinations and she had some hospitalizations as well. And she actually, in the past, before she disappeared, she had gone missing before for a brief period, period. Um, which I'm not sure is actually mentioned in the documentary that we watched. Um, Like just that history. Mm. I don't know if it was because when I was researching this, this was the first time I'd read about about that. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> so um, she she kept a blog. She wrote on a blog uh, where she posted almost kind of like diary entries. Mm-hmm. And jur- she used it as a journal, and she she spoke about mental health. And um, she around the time before she disappeared, she wrote about having relapses and feeling directionless and lost. And she also as like a header. I think in. Um, so she has like a Tumblr, and mm-hmm. on Tumblr you can have uh, like a header. Did you ever have a Tumblr? No. I used to be. I used I had, to love having Tumblr. I had to have Tumblr for um, um, education. Okay. Like in terms of when I was at college, I had right. to have it to showcase work. Okay, I had a Tumblr that was like proper. Like I would post like quotes and like stuff like that for Tumblr. But at this time, this is in 2013. So I feel like Tumblr was quite big mm-hmm. back in the kind of early 2010s and so on. So um, she, you can have like a, 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 a header mm-hmm. on your Tumblr okay. and she had a quote. Oh, right. Um, yes, saying, and the yeah. quote was, you're always haunted by the idea that you're wa- wasting your life. Okay. And uh, this is a quote by Chuck Palahwinick. You know who that is? Nope. He's the writer of Fight Club. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's the he's the author. So, um, 
that was that was kind of her blogging and she uh, she was also dropping some of her classes mm -hmm. um i'm guessing because of her relapse and things like yeah. that so she uh she decided to go on a getaway from her studies and kind of start to live more again with that quote that she's not living your you're wasting your life she wanted to live more and she decided to take a solo trip uh, to explore california in the u.s mm -hmm. and her final destination was supposed to be san francisco but she was kind of going on like a tour through the cities of um california and then okay. at the end she was going to finish off at san francisco and then yeah. go back to canada mm -hmm. so she took trains and buses kind of like uh, an interrail but like obviously california is so big yeah, you can do an interrail in yeah. just one state yeah. in the u.s <laughs> so, so but she's done this herself she's by yeah. herself yeah which is I don't know, like, I, I feel like it's quite a brave thing to do, I, traveling by yourself. Yeah. I don't know if I would travel on my own. Especially, I don't know, maybe when you're just on the road the whole time. I would maybe go, like, to a hotel I and think stay it'd be, there. I think it'd be, a, I, I don't, yeah, I think it depends on the person. I'm more concerned about the fact that you've got a bipolar person that's hallucinating going by themselves. She's on her medications and she's oh, sorry. stable okay. just now, yeah, I yeah. think. Like, she, she's just, I think she's just feeling... Mm -hmm. a bit down i think that's she wants to get away, get away. From the studies. she had yeah. to drop classes and i think she's on some sort of like the mend i think mm -hmm. uh, i'm not quite sure it's never really clear yeah. but she she goes um on this her parents were concerned but she kind of made sure to convince them because she said she would call them every day yeah yeah, so yeah. she was in contact with her parents every mm -hmm. single day and so she she during the first leg of her west coast tour mm -hmm. she um she posted uh, regular photos on on uh, social media i don't know if instagram 2013 yeah instagram Tumblr. was about, about yeah just on social media Tumblr. facebook and stuff like that and she spoke to her friends and family back in canada almost every actually every day and she was um she even posted a photo of her in at the zoo in san diego mm -hmm. stuff like that so she was she was actually keeping everyone up to date until she got to los angeles on the 26th of january 2013 mm -hmm. and so she was in los, los angeles and for two days i don't really know where she stayed for two days maybe it was like um i don't know some sort of bnb &B or something yeah. but after two days mm -hmm. she checked into the the cecile hotel in la's skid row now, we will have a discussion on this. I'm just giving a background, but we'll kind of discuss different aspects of this case and that the hotel is going to be one of them. But yes, the Cecile Hotel, at the time, it wasn't as well known as it is now. Mm -hmm. um, but I think this case has really put, put it on the map. And um, she was in initially assigned to a shared room on the fifth floor of the hotel. But her, her roommates complained about her <clears throat> odd behavior. Yeah. And she was moved into her own room after two days. And so some of the odd behavior was she was leaving notes for her roommates that said, go home and go away. She also kept locking the door to the room and asking for a password. And a few, a few days before her disappearance, while she was exploring L.A., she went to a live taping of Conan. And I think Conan's like a daytime yeah, talk yeah, show. Conan yeah, Conan O'Brien. Yeah, I've never seen it. Um, 
but mm-hmm. it it sounds like something like I don't know like Lorraine. It's a cl- no. It's it? it's more. It's like the late night, like the late late show with James Corden. Oh, or, is that what it is? Um, it's kind of like yeah. I suppose you probably would equivalent it to Lorraine or like the Jonathan Ross show. Yeah, it's or one like, of those shows, yeah, but yeah. it has a has a, has a live audience, doesn't yes. it? And yeah, then yeah. you can show up. Or Graham and, Norton show, mm, like things like that. Yeah, and people like laugh and stuff at yeah. like, funny things because it's live. So mm-hmm. that's what she went to one of them in LA. And then she had to be escorted off the show because she was was showing disruptive behavior. Okay. Um. So, again, this was something I didn't know about either. That she, mm-hmm. you know, she had be, she had to be taken away with security. And this is uh this is just a couple of days before mm-hmm. she disappeared. So let's talk about the disappearance. Yep. Um. So on. So let's let's kind of backtrack. So. 26th of uh, January, she arrived in LA. Five days after, on the 31st of January, she was scheduled to check out. She was only meant to be in LA for five days. Okay. And she was meant to leave for Santa Cruz next. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was reported missing on the 1st of February because her parents failed to hear from her. Okay, so the parents reported her missing. Yeah, parents reported it to the LAPD. Mm -hmm. And the day she was meant to check out... Um, the people who saw her were the hotel staff and like a bookstore clerk and she was described as alone she wasn't with Mm -hmm. anybody and they described her as outgoing lively and very friendly Uh, she was wanting to buy books to take home with her as souvenirs for Canada and she was asking the book clerk whether they would be too heavy for her luggage or Mm -hmm. whether they would fit so she was very much planning for the future Mm -hmm. you know like I'm gonna go and take these from my parents stuff like that and so nothing suspicious and then there were searches carried out um, throughout the building of the hotel including the rooftop there was a search at the rooftop as well but there was no sign of her they said that they searched as far as they could Mm -hmm. they didn't search every single room because they need i think they need like cause for they need some sort of law warrant to do that and legally they can't oh what to breach into yeah is it not technically a locked thing you need um you need a like a you know you you need like evidence yeah. to go into a room they yeah, had yeah. no evidence oh right yeah, yeah. You, you need evidence for a warrant <coughs> i see what you're saying um, yeah. and yeah. unless yeah. the people check out you can't actually search the room because you don't have any reason really yeah it's it's mm. unless you have an evidence or cause for i think it's called like a clause or something um i read it and i forgot the word mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah it's a legal thing anyway yeah, yeah. so that's basically kind of the background Mm -hmm. she arrived and she's disappeared Mm -hmm. now there was there's this infamous cctv footage that was released it went viral this this video went viral when and um it was released about a week into her disappearance Mm -hmm. and um they it was released to try and gauge an understanding of maybe someone coming forward you know, to say... Yeah, oh, well, I, yeah, I recognise this person. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Um, and it, it is quite famous because she is behaving quite erratically. Mm-hmm. And there's also nobody captured in this video except yeah. her. So I thought we should maybe play it mm-hmm. and we can discuss it. I'm going to play it on here and then it will pop up probably... On your screen. On the screen. But for, pe- for those if listening, listening yeah. yeah, I can maybe describe it. 
Yeah, we can describe it. So it's actually her. It's two and a half minutes long, but oh, we'll play. We can play it in double speed. Oh yeah. So she enters the elevator, and she appears to be pressing every single button. She yeah. she literally presses the whole thing, and, and she's then she's staring out, and then she's like looking. Oh, oh. and she she jumps out of the she kind of like ju ducks out the lift looks really quickly left and right and then jumps back in now she's hiding around the corner of the, in the lift she's definitely looking like she's hiding from someone yeah she looks like she thinks someone's there she and she's stepping like in and out of the like, uh, elevator yeah. and like doing weird things she's where doing she doing weird movements in and out. yeah she's definitely like acting like she's playing a game with someone mm. and she's hiding from them, it's like I don't know if I'd say game. I think she thinks that someone's there or someone's coming, and now she she looks like she she's like loopy, like she looks like she's like having like a like a like a. You might be yeah, like she's playing a game, like she's like pressing all the buttons and like she look, almost looks like she was kind of smiling there. This it's worth noting <gasps> that this is so strange. Oh, I hate she, this. She starts she, she starts moving her hands oh, and her fingers really really erratically. She starts twisting her fingers. That gives me that creeps me out a lot. The finger moving is so so bizarre. Oh my goodness! Why is she doing? She's almost like <coughs> doing like some it. sort of signaling with her fingers, but no, she was like she was talking way. to someone and like yeah, like, just going it's like the, this. yeah, hand movements. And then she oh okay. Right. So the whole video, this whole time, this she keeps pressing all the buttons, but the door doesn't close. Oh, and now it's open again. Well, oh, there's a shadow there. There's someone there. And that could just be like. Oh no, wait, maybe it's moving floors. What am I talking about? It's moving floors. It's probably now. going up and down the floors of the ones that she's pressed. The whole time she's in this it elevator. It is, because they're different, they're different yeah. doors. Yeah, okay. The so whole time she's in this elevator, though, like, even though she keeps pressing the buttons, the door doesn't close. Yeah. The door won't close. And then as soon as she leaves, the door closes straight after. But you're. She's in the. There's a sensor on the door. But she's in the elevator because we've sped that up. Mm -hmm. She's in the elevator for long uh, enough for that sensor to not act. I see what you're saying. Like, it should have closed by then. Um, and she goes back in and presses all the buttons twice. Yeah. Because she's like, why is it not closing, I think. The most creepy thing for me is the fact that she keeps hiding behind yeah. and then, like, looking really quickly to see who's there. Yeah. And then hiding again. It's so weird. So yeah. what do you think? I think... I, I'm not sure because I mean she could be hiding from someone like but like it all comes back like to me especially like those notes like leaving with her flatmates saying go away and stuff what if she's not actually left them for like what if she thinks that there's like a demonic entity in the in the hotel yeah and she thinks she's being followed by this demonic entity it's like coming for all the time um, and she is off, maybe off her medication, maybe it's not working, I don't know. Um, but she's seen this, like, this demonic, she thinks this thing's coming for her, and that's mm -hmm. why she's acting like she's leaving the notes for this thing. Then she's not leaving the note for the, for the mm -hmm. other people in the room. Yeah. And then that's why she's locking the door and saying that you need a password and stuff, because it's she's terrified that someone, like, a, something's coming for her. And then she's doing all this crazy stuff. But are you going to, are you going to say how she thingied? No, like I'll just I'll I'll go on to at what happens yeah, after okay, this sorry. video was but discovered. Yeah, I think she she just seems like 
you can't tell whether she's like hiding and trying to get the lift to move or if she's playing a game as you said and like because there's part of that where she looks like she might be smiling and this one that um that i've got up here is a 4k enhanced one yeah a 4k enhanced it's enhanced slightly so it might be slightly distorted but yeah she's like banging all the buttons she's acting as though so i've seen people that act that way really irrationally and really erratically and it's because of like mental health kind of things Mm. like i there's i mean there's someone outside my work my window at work mm-hmm. that is that acts in the way that they're talking to someone but there's no one there mm-hmm. and they're like they do all this mm-hmm. stuff it's just but you don't know if it's you know if it's if it's drug in induced is that the right word but like like it's because they've taken certain drugs or because they've not taken drugs. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it, I think it all seems, at the moment, from that footage and from where we're at in the story, that she seems to, yeah, maybe she's off her medication. So, in my opinion. What do you think the hand movements are? I think it's, but I think she's talking to someone and she's doing like, like that, that and then being like, yeah, like, and then it's like, it's like nervousness. It's like a tick. Like this? Bending your, like, yeah, yeah. But that's just so strange. But I've seen people, do, like, people do, like, they do, they, they do gestures because they just want to, mm. they just need to move things. Mm-hmm. Like, things just need to move in their body and they need yeah. to be moving constantly. What about, why did she, I don't understand why she pressed every single button twice. So she presses every single button, she does all this erratic stuff going in and out, mm-hmm. and then she comes back and presses every single button again. Because someone might have told her to yeah. in her head. Yeah. Someone's like telling her to push all the buttons, or she thinks, as you said, it, or as you said, she thinks it's a game. Mm-hmm. And she's like, ha, 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 I fun, think fun, she fun, was fun. she was being a bit playful sometimes That's because what, yeah. she would jump and yeah, yeah. look and then jump back. She would like, like she like pop her head out quickly, look, jump back, and then she yeah, would like, be playful. Yeah, and there's no one there. Yeah. It was it was a little bit. It seemed uh-huh. playful because she was jumping yeah. and like. I don't think anyone was there, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, it doesn't. Just from the difference in. If it was con- if it was consistent and she was like properly scared, like kept hiding, like looking out and then hiding and then, but it did as you said, it was changing. Like she almost changed her, like cadence and the way that she was acting yeah. within that footage. At some at one point, she did seem a little bit like distraught, mm-hmm. where she almost like held her head yeah. and came back and pressed all the buttons because she'd had enough. Mm-hmm. But the elevator still wouldn't close. The, the door yeah. was still closed. That was a bit... Yeah, that is a bit weird. I, I'm not sure if there was... There's some technical reason behind that. Yeah. Well, it's just weird how she leaves. And yeah. straight after she leaves, it does close. It does close, yeah. How, how strange. Mm-hmm. So... This is just the most... This CCTV footage is just what makes this... I think this is the reason why that will this, be, yeah. the, this case is so right. big. Yeah. Because if this, if this CCTV wasn't mm-hmm. there... I don't think it would be so well known. Yeah, because it baffles everyone. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's some there's some theories about this this uh, CCTV footage mm-hmm. that I thought I'd mention. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people say that it's actually a tampered video, the one that was released by the I by remember, the police, yeah. because there's a there's the timestamp mm-hmm. in the in the video is obscured. Yeah, and people wonder if that's because to remove parts of the footage, yeah. say to hide someone's identity, that actually ends up being in the footage. Mm-hmm. Usually, all footage have a timestamp. Yeah. And this one did, but the type that's been re- released has been cropped out. Yes, that's... Yeah, yeah, I remember I remember yeah. that from the thing, yeah. I don't know if that's... 
I think at the time I was a bit like it looks because there's people that forensically analyzed it and it did look a bit suspect. Mm-hmm. I I do remember that, but I don't know. It's just how when was this? What year was this? 2013. So by this point, you would think that someone would have come out and been like, "Yeah, it was tampered with." Like keeping keeping the circle that close. Like like a closed circle of people that know about that information. I don't think, because uh, well, unless the police did it. But then again, why would the police do it? Mm-hmm. What would be the the need for that? I d- yeah, I would be unsh. Maybe it was tampered with. Maybe they cropped bits out. Maybe they were like, maybe there's bits where she just wasn't moving. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but maybe they cropped out the bits where like maybe that would explain the elevator as to why it didn't close because they cut out the bits where she was running in and out and like moving in and out and it yeah. just looked like she was standing still. But in actual fact, she was like chucking her arm out the door and yeah. stuff to stop her from opening. I don't know. I'd be more inclined to believe the tampering uh, theory if there was a timestamp mm-hmm. and we saw it physically jump. But I don't know. I think you do. Do you see a bit? Of I a can't jump? remember, but the, that's the problem because the footage is so like o- like like bad quality because mm-hmm. it's so old. I don't know what um, the I I don't know. I from my from my memory of the Netflix documentary, I thought you could see it jump, but I might have made that up. Okay, so there is like some sort of evidence that. Uh, but I might have made that. Yeah, up. so we don't actually know. <laughs> yeah. But there there is there, this is a quite a famous mm-hmm. kind of theory like the most well known is that people are saying that they're trying to hide the identity of someone pursuing her Mm -hmm. and um and it's because the timestamp's not on Mm -hmm. some other people are saying that she might be playing a game called the korean elevator game and the game actually involves you going into the elevator and pressing all the buttons Mm -hmm. and you have to wait and you enter a different dimension once you press all the buttons and when you're in this different dimension, a woman enters the elevator and says hello to you, but you're supposed to ignore her and not speak to her. And this is like your route into a, a, a third dimension. And that's they're saying she's trying to enter that dimension oh and God. she's looking for a woman. Is this a well-known game? This is, a, this is like a, a game that people are, play. In, I don't know, like it's a, it's a known game, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, that's interesting because that. Well, imagine put that with, if she is off her medication and stuff. Yeah. She, yeah. I mean, yeah. Is she is she looking for this woman that's Maybe. meant to be entering the mm-hmm. elevator and she can't find her? Does she think she has oh. entered the dimension? Yeah, and then she. Oh, interesting. That's actually quite an interesting one. I've yeah. never heard of that before. So this this elevator game, I don't think was mentioned in the documentary. Mm. I don't know if it was, but. I can't remember, but yeah, yeah it's that's so, cool. It's, I like it that. Is, yeah, mm. it is something I think kids play. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd have like kid games that you would play. Yeah, yeah. And this is something that kids play. Mm-hmm. And then another thing is that obviously the Cecile Hotel has a history that's quite dark, and mm-hmm. we'll get into that later. But there have been a lot of deaths at, at the Cecile Hotel in, in this in this building. Oh. And Pause. some people think is she being haunted? ghosts is she being haunted yeah mm-hmm. is it is this why the is it why the door won't close because there's a ghost there oh right okay. senses it. No. <laughs> nah. that was my theory there <laughs> not nah. not what i've read if it's not aliens i don't believe it yeah. just a little bit more about this korean elevator game mm-hmm. 
you're meant to basically move up and down levels, which as part of the game, and on the fifth floor, you're meant to meet the woman. Yeah. And I think that might be the reason why she bangs she, all the she presses all these buttons, and yeah. when it doesn't close, she starts looking for her. Mm -hmm. But you're not meant to interact with the woman at all costs. Yeah. But by the by, how she's looking for her and maybe trying to communicate with her, mm. she is. So maybe she thought someone's going to come after her because uh, yeah. she, she broke the rules. I don't know. I think there's a lot, yeah. Yeah. A lot to unpack in that two-minute video. Yeah. So that's the video. Kind of mm -hmm. discussed that. Now onto the actual body discovery. She was um, dis well. Let's go on to actually how she came to be discovered. Mm -hmm. The guests begin complaining about low water pressure. Uh, their water was also black and had an unusual taste. 19 days after Elisa disappeared, a maintenance worker was sent up to inspect the water tanks because of all these complaints. And this was these, uh, these water tanks were on the rooftop of the hotel. And he found Elisa's body laying face up in the water. And these tanks are 10, no, 1,000 gallons mm -hmm. uh, for us European folk. That's 3,785 litres. So they're huge. Yeah. And um, <coughs> the, the, so I'm just going to go through the, like, the coroner's report yeah. and the autopsy. So mm -hmm. it was ruled as an accidental drowning. And the coroner also reported bipolar disorder as a significant factor. Okay. Um, she was found naked with mm -hmm. clothing, clothing surrounding her in mm -hmm. the water. And all her clothing was covered in a sand-like substance. It was like a gritty substance mm -hmm. it was all covered in. And uh, her watch and room key were in the tank with her. But to this day, her mobile phone has never been found. So don't know what, she, what where her mobile phone is, and there was no evidence of physical trauma, assault, or suicide. Mm -hmm. The toxicology showed prescription medical traces, mm -hmm. ibuprofen, mm -hmm. simutab, which is just sinus medication, and a small quantity of alcohol, 0.02 percent, so nothing really. And she also had no recreational drugs inside her system. Mm -hmm. The concentration of prescription drugs showed that she was under medicating or she had recently stopped taking medication okay, recently. Yeah. So the, the trace it was traces. Mm -hmm. It wasn't full amount of prescription that she was given. Yeah. However, would it be out of her system after nineteen days? Well, I was just about to ask that about alcohol. Yeah. If they that. find trace amounts of alcohol, like how, like if she was alive for ages. But you stop metabolizing once you die. So it wouldn't be out of her system, actually. But you'd. Uh, I, I think don't know. I think she would. She would. You wouldn't. Your liver will stop work. Stop. But then that's the same with the drugs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think it is accurate. But what if she fell in and she's like treading water for like three or four hours? But it still wouldn't be enough. Like nineteen days is not going to make a difference. Alcohol has a half-life that's longer. But no, but what I mean is like so oh, a few hours. Because alcohol, like if I drink this beer, it'll be gone out of my system in two hours, an hour. Mm -hmm. What happens if she falls in and she's treading water for like two, two and a half hours? I don't think she can do that. Try to, you'd tank. be surprised. Yeah, 
there's, so maybe yeah. maybe there was so, alcohol in her system, but the drugs. I'm just. It's just a thought. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So maybe she was under the influence, but with prescription drugs, mm-hmm. I can see the lights on. <laughs> but the the prescription drugs, they have a half life of like. You mm. know, thirty-six hours or Got something. Some oh, them, right, yeah, yeah. Some of them. Okay, have, yeah, of course. Some of them st- that's why they're so mm. difficult to come off of. Yes. So, no, their half-life is long because some of them are longer. The half-life, the easier it is to come off of yeah. a, a medication. But basically, um, it's a bit. It's quite difficult to understand how she got into a tank. The doors and all the stairs to the rooftop are locked. Mm-hmm. You can't access any any of these locations without a, p- a pass or a key. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there would if anybody tried to open these areas and enter these areas, there would be um, it would trigger an alarm. Okay. So it's it's kind of how did she get up there mm-hmm. basically? And there was a fire escape that could enter the rooftops mm-hmm. and her scent trail was found at a window that connected to this mm-hmm. fire escape but her scent wasn't in on the roof and her scent wasn't like on the fire escape itself but it was at a window mm-hmm. that was connected to the fire escape okay i mean maybe dogs can make mistakes because these are like sniffer mm. dogs that are like i don't know it's it's a bit odd and actually getting into the tank itself yeah. the tanks are four by eight foot so that's 1.2 by 2.4 meters mm-hmm. and they're cylinders and they're mm-hmm. on concrete blocks yep. there's no way you can access them unless you have a ladder mm-hmm. and there's no ladder found because she goes mm-hmm. in and then what does she do with this ladder you can't they're too high for her mm-hmm. to go up and just step into yeah and the the lid is really heavy to remove they're like big concrete yeah, yeah, and yeah. and they are massive mm-hmm. and there's no like handlebars you mm-hmm. know like to remove them you have to like shove them and there was you know there's a lot of people who were saying how does she close it yeah like she's in the water and she's like closing it however it was not fully closed it wasn't when she was found so it's like she could like fall in and then just like it like closes itself slightly. I don't know. Like she probably maybe she didn't open it fully and she slipped yeah. in, mm-hmm. um, and she never fully managed to close it. But how did she get up there? She, there's no ra- ladder. There's no ladder. That's interesting. Unless someone removed the ladder during the searches, or someone went up to the rooftop and was like, "That's not meant to be there." I'm starting to think foul plays. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just bizarre. And mm-hmm. um, another bizarre thing was um. Again, the whole like scent not being picked up on the rooftop when she was there. She had to like. I think that's just an error. That has to be an error because she was there. Well, how does scent work? Do they? Do you need to be walking, or would it work if you were carried? No, you wouldn't. No, because your scent wouldn't uh, transfer via shoe. Does it work in an unenclosed space because it's outside? You've just no. That's a good point because. She's at a window. She's probably holding on to something yeah. with her hand or something. Whereas if she's walking through somewhere, yeah, you're right. They might not be able to track you because you're not making contact with anything at any time. Your your shoes, though, your clothes are making contact. I think I, I don't because if you yeah, walk somewhere, uh, that's your your that's yeah, you being uh, 
traced. But if you're carried somewhere, you're not making any contact with mm. any any True. parts of the floor or the yeah, walls. Or someone trying, someone's carrying her like dead weight up to up a fire escape. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, this is like proper old school fire escapes, like mm. a ladder outside yeah, of yeah. like a building. Mm-hmm. And um, another bizarre thing, after her death, her Tumblr was updated. What? <laughs> but what did they update it with? It was updated, like there was a post. There was like a was it a, did it fit the usual post? Yeah, it was like a usual post that was updated. However, don't freak out yet, oh. there is a queuing option oh. on Tumblr. Oh, <laughs> I got you. Boring. <laughs> So she might have queued a post mm-hmm. and it was updated. Yeah. But mm-hmm. how creepy. That is, yeah, that's, imagine that, but yeah. So, um, what do you think? <laughs> we still have another topic and it's the Cecile Hotel itself. Mm-hmm. But this was like basically the story of Elisa Lamb. Yeah. I do have another bizarre um, fact for you. Give me, give me, give me it all, and then we'll go back. We'll come back. We'll circle back. I, I suppose this is that. Okay, so this happened in 2013. Uh And there was a movie that was released in 2005 before this all happened Mm -hmm. called Dark Water. And it was an American remake of a Japanese film. Mm -hmm. And the storyline is eerily similar to what happened to Elisa. Mm. A mother and daughter move into a rundown apartment building. Mm And there is a dysfunctional elevator that, and they go into, and discolored water gushing from the faucets of the of the apartment lead them to the building's rooftop, and that's where they find a body of a young woman in the water okay. tanks. Right. Okay. Interesting. I have some ideas. And yeah, so do you want me to tell? Do you want to speak about the actual hotel itself yeah. as well? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. this hotel is just so infamous in itself. Uh-huh. It's quite. I mean, I, I think you've listened to some podcasts that have spoken about it. I listened to a podcast called Fire and the Kid. Shout out Fire and Kid. It has n- not really that much to do with mysteries and stuff. But the guy, um, Brendan Sharp, he loves like mysteries and stuff. Uh-huh. He should he watch was, our podcast. He's trying to go and he's trying. I think he tried. To, they tried to. I don't know if it was the Cecil Hotel, but they essentially tried to do a podcast from that room, mm-hmm. from the room that she stayed in or something. I can't remember what it was. Oh, my gosh. So it's open. But yeah, he loves them. Mm. No, they couldn't get it. Mm. Okay. Yeah, because so many people must go there and try and mm-hmm. check in yep. and try and go to the same room. Yes, um, So the Cecil Hotel is 14 floors. Um, it can it can house 700 guests mm-hmm. and opened as a budget hotel in 1924. Yep. And um, it's got a reputation for violence, mm-hmm. and it's got an eerie history. Mm-hmm. Um, it's notorious for suicides, actually. So first suicide that happened at the Cecil Hotel was um, a man called Percy Hook, and he shot himself after failing to reconcile with his wife Brutal. and child. This was in 1927. Mm-hmm. 1931, um, another man took his own life using poison capsules, and these suicides um, occurred throughout the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was someone seen actually jumping from from their window, stuff like that. And also, I don't know if you've heard about Elizabeth Short, the back dahlia. 
Y- uh, yes. There was a very, very briefly. There was an American Horror Story episode dedicated That's to her. That's where I have. She yeah. told me about it. Yeah. Yeah. So she she was a, a, an aspiring actress mm-hmm. who moved to LA to make it basically. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Her yeah. body was found. Yep. Um, um, yeah. And so she was seen drinking at the Cecil Bar days before her murder. So just um, okay. a strange place. There's also the serial killer Richard Ramirez. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about him? Maybe. He was called the Night Stalker. Yes, that was his, I have. You have heard the Night yep. Stalker. And he stayed at the Cecil Hotel for a few weeks um, during his crimes. So he would, you know, during, during the mm. t- his murder spree, he stayed at the Cecil Hotel as well. But yeah, that's, uh, that's the case. That's mad. Yeah. What hotel? I know. That's terrifying. Like, why would you want to go and stay there? Do you but think that? Do you think that because yeah, she was like interrailing, kind of. She was she was probably staying in hostels and stuff. Yeah, she'll have been staying in budget places, and it's it doesn't like she'll be yeah she she will as a person probably have been if she wasn't on her medication or if she was on lower bits maybe she didn't take all of her medication mm-hmm. and she needed to you know make it last or something she was taking half doses and it was kind of triggering her in certain ways but it's a bit weird that that you, I, I the scent thing i'm not 100 percent sure on because i think there's too many variables in that but being able to get up to a water tower or mm-hmm. water tank and that's so high that you can't see that you can't get to it mm-hmm. without a ladder and then just falling in because i can see someone my thought was maybe one of them was maybe she did get out she got up to the top she got into the tank and everyone shit themselves and was like oh well there's a way that like she can get up and then they just start making up all these excuses Mm. or someone put her in there skid no skid row is a it was notorious for being like a not dan- a very safe a place. A dangerous yeah. place. Yeah. So, like, being... You've got to be brave to walk down there. So And, like, having a hotel there, you know, it's... There's going to be some nasty people probably kicking about. So, yeah. it's... Is it feasible? Yeah. You'd probably need to have some hotel staff involved mm-hmm. if you're going to get her into the roof and put in the thing. The thing that, like, gives... Sends shivers down my spine every time I think about it is the fact that people are drinking water. Yeah. Like, they were drinking and her. And it was black. They were drinking her. They were, they were drinking, drinking like, her. No, they were drinking her. They Don't say that. Her. She was like decomposing. She, yeah, so they were drinking her. Horrible. They're, but I, yeah, the, I think... The hotel got sued. The film parallel... The f- pardon me. The film parallel is really interesting because of the... Um, there's a there's a, another Netflix documentary called Don't Fuck With Cats. Mm. Oh um, my gosh. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for this Don't Fuck With Cats, but... It turned out the guy was mimicking a film that he'd seen. Do you and he think she's seen that film and she's mimicking it? Mm, but how would I don't she think have... she'd... No, but that's what I'm saying. Maybe there was someone who was mimicking it and yeah. got her. Because how would she foresee Cause she uh, was a- coloured water She was faucets. Asian, wasn't she? She's from, originally from Hong Kong. Well, her parents were yeah. from Hong Kong, but she, was, so, um, she moved to Canada when she was yeah. young. But, like, I'm, I'm saying from an outsider's perspective, like, if someone wanted to recreate this, mm-hmm. then they, like, target the person who looks um, who looks closest to the film character. I don't know. I don't know. It's it was an American a... remake, so I'm not sure. 
It was oh, originally sorry. Japanese, but it was an that's American what the, remake. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was originally oh. Japanese. So it, it could have it could have been a copycat, you know, from the film, or it's just brutal accident where someone's kind of not been in the right their own uh, like decent state of mind, and they've yeah. just fucking they've just gone over the edge, and it's. Not yeah, it's not great. But it'd be interesting to see the water tanker actually. The, well, see how well they climb. we can we can um, put photos into our mm-hmm. into this about where she where these tanks. There's two tanks that she was discovered in, and I I know for a fact people have been trying to see them and people it, it attracts yeah, a would, lot yeah. of uh, tourists trying to see this and yeah. you know crime crime junkie type mm-hmm. of people uh, true crime junkies you know like. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just getting the water tank up now. Shout um, out to one of my favourite podcasts, actually, True Crime Junkie. I, <laughs> uh, what is that? What that is that? It there. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. I could get in there. You could no, but I she, absolutely could get in there. She couldn't get in there. I don't know. Look how small people are. You don't think you could get up there? No, you can't open the thing. Right, I open do. You, it. Do you want me to tell you how I would get up there? I would walk into the middle here, in between. So there's four tankers, uh, placed on a concrete slab. You can there's a little ladder that goes up to the co- up the concrete slab, and then there's four tankers. What you could do is you could get into the middle and use yourself as a brace and brace yourself and walk up like push. And on you were able side, to open the do- the tank up, as well. And then just yeah, well yeah, potentially. You can't. You oh, just can't open that know. tank it without looks, while you're balancing on yourself. No, 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 but you get to the top. When you're up the top, you're, you're on the top. And then you open it from the top. But you're on it. Yeah. So you, it's, no, the, it's, you're the, on that's, it. Those little hatches are the, are the doors. No, the full thing has to open. It's the full thing. What? It's not a hatch. It's a full thing. You have to open the full lid. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh. No, look. Look, there's a hole. There's a hole. But can that can can she fit she, in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could if she's like she seemed pretty slender. That was my thinking. So I that know, makes, I read that it was mm, meant to be a whole cylinder door that you. You have might to be open. right. It might be that might be an individual one, but. I'm uh, sure that like I read that it was like a full well, thing that you need to open. Well, we'll give that to. The, well, you know what? Let's let the listeners do the research, and they can find out whether it needs to be opened fully or not fully but i you might be right like he could yeah yeah he's yeah he's but like that might not be the one that she was found in it might be that one that might open differently i don't know there is a hatch on that one as well who knows but yeah so bizarre it is yeah it's crazy it's a crazy story it's a sad story um but my gut says, my gut used to say that it was aliens that did everything, so it's not very reliable. No. But it says um, that it was probably an unfortunate, her kind of state of mind that led her to the roof. Yeah, and because it. I, I actually think I agree that she mm-hmm. maybe had a relapse. Mm-hmm. She was in a city she didn't know, she was alone. Yeah, yeah. And I think, especially with the events that occurred leading up to it with, you know, her yeah. acting erratically mm-hmm. at that show, mm-hmm. then having to be moved rooms. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah, the build-up to things was... I yeah, wonder if, if she was scared of someone. Mm-hmm. But, or something. But That's we'll what, never yeah. know. We'll never no. know if that person was real or not. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
Yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. it's bizarre. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's a, it's a different kind of thing today because yeah. we both heard it before. But to be fair, there's new information there and there's also information I completely forgot. Yeah. So it's interesting to recap it. Um, and I think my opinion has changed based on, because I think when you watch things like Netflix, you, you're, you're influenced by their narrative. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I'm not saying it, there is a narrative to it, like a way that they want you to go with it, but you are influenced by it. Whereas this kind of information, like pure information, it's a lot, um, a lot easier to, to... Yeah, yeah, unbi- yeah thank you, unbiased, yeah. that's one. But yeah, no, it was really good. Thank you for that. Anytime. <laughs> and uh, thank you everyone for listening watching viewing subscribing it's worth noting that we are now our video is now also available on spotify spotify yes um, check us out on there yes leave us please like the video subscribe leave a comment let us know what you thought let us know your theories yeah follow us on instagram to you underscore pod is that what it is yes <laughs> at least one of us know uh, yes and we will see you next time bye